Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cinema's Soft Underbelly, your one-stop shop for all things horror-related science fiction, fantasy, gems, and the rough. I am your host, Eugene Weaver, and I am here to bring you the latest and the greatest, or the oldest and the coolest and the most obscure uh, horror and all that good stuff that I can find. So today I was going to go over some recently watched, and I might still do that, but uh, I wanted to chime in about a movie that some of you may have heard of uh, that I recently watched. And I wanted to comment a little bit just about the transfer, because I love to talk about transfers on movies when we are watching them primarily on Blu-ray, but from time to time I discuss things that I've watched streaming. So this is a little bit of an anomaly here uh, with this particular movie, is I did watch this on Blu-ray, but it was a homemade Blu-ray. And for the most part, I try to stay away from talking about uh, torrents and stuff like that. This, however, is a little bit different. Um, so I was finally able to watch Star Wars, A New Hope, the Harmy Despecialized Edition. And for those of you that don't know what this is, uh, this is a gentleman that decided without, from what I believe, from what I've been reading, he didn't have any experience with editing or anything like that, I believe that the uh, the gentleman uh, in question, uh, he just decided after a while uh, of no of no official theatrical cuts of the original Star Wars movies that he was going to um, he was going to remaster them himself. So they're fan edits, and all three of the originals have uh, have gone through this uh, this. Harmy Filter. He's an English teacher from the Czech Republic, this guy. Um, so there's been numerous versions of all three movies. And the latest from, the, uh, from A New Hope is version 2.7. So they're continually making adjustments to these versions uh, because George Lucas pretty much said, I'll never release them. Uh, it's almost impossible. Well, yeah, right. I mean, we, had, we now have people that have scoured the planet for 35 millimeter original 35 millimeter prints of these classic films, and what they've done is they've compiled um, from the Blu-ray from 35 millimeter prints. I believe even some from some 16 millimeter prints from some of the special edition 1997 DVD releases and even some HD TV releases. Um, I want to say that uh, they may have even tapped into the laser discs from '93. Anyway, they've compiled all of this stuff uh, to painstakingly for for years work on this thing to bring us, the loyal fans of Star Wars, what it was like to watch the movie in the theater back in 1977 and then 1980 for Empire and 1983 for Return of the Jedi. And I will first and foremost say this. I own all the Blu-rays. I have the DVDs. I actually still have the VHS tapes somewhere. 
Um, I believe I got rid of the laser discs. I did. Uh, so I've spent my money on these movies time and time again. The Blu-rays look fantastic. In fact, I was like, okay, this is pretty much going to be the, the be-all, end-all of these movies. They're not going to look a whole lot better than this other than maybe a 4K release down the road. But this is great. And then I started doing some research on these. And uh, I started doing some comparisons, like little picture comparisons online from what these, what, uh, these people were doing, uh, this, this Harmy guy. Um, and we're talking like uh, using uh, Adobe After Effects and um, matte paintings. And um, it's incredible. Uh, but somehow, somehow these people have made uh, these very huge files. I mean, we're talking each file is a little over 20 uh, gigabytes. So we're talking like it, it is Blu-ray. It has to fit on a Blu-ray that look to my eyes better than the official Blu-ray releases of the specialized versions of these movies. And here's some of the reasons why. The color, the coloring, um, the color grading is different than what we have been seeing on the Blu-rays. And my wife watched the first hour of, uh, of A New Hope with me. And she even noticed it. She's like, was, was C-3PO always that dirty in the desert? And I'm like, no. No, he wasn't. Um, it looks so film-like. Uh, film grain is, is present, but in a good way. Um, the color is very much warmer, and I believe that that's going to be across the board from all three releases, is that it's a more warm color palette versus the... Uh, and again, I'm not going to trash the... I'm not going to trash the uh, the Blu-rays because it looks so good, but they almost... Uh, I hate to say they almost look too good, but they're very, very, very polished. Um, these are polished, but in a you're watching an original preserved 35 millimeter print uh, struck onto Blu-ray. That's what this feels like. So every single change that George Lucas and Lucasfilm have made uh, has been changed back. And this started back in 2010. Um, so again, Photoshopping, um, Boba Fett's, and I don't want to jump ahead too much for, for Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi because I haven't watched those yet. I just skimmed through them. So obviously all of the CGI, it goes without saying all the CGI that was added in has been taken out. All of it. So Boba, and, and not just that, not just the CGI, the, the lame song in Return of the Jedi, uh, the odd out of place job of the hut in A New Hope. Uh, and even some of the better CGI enhancements, because there is some really good positive CGI enhancements in these movies. Subtly in Empire Strikes Back with Battle of Hoth, uh, the, the snow speeders have been changed up a little bit in the newer specialized versions. And of course in The New Hope, we get a lot more special effects with the, uh, with the Death Star exploding, with the Millennium Falcon, with the X-Wing fighters. Uh, all of that stuff has been taken out and it, it's back to what it original looks like. And here's the thing. I'm 41 years old. I watched uh, these movies in the theater and uh, I watched the original Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, especially numerous times on network television, on VHS, 
uh, at my friend Eric's house. So I do remember what these movies for the most part looked like, uh, especially now that I've watched this, this, uh, despecialized version. Uh, I, it's, it's almost like it took me back to that time. I'm like, this is what it looks like. I remember this. I remember these changes. Uh, the, this is how it originally looked. The, the changes are gone. And it's so cool to, to see, you know, the X-Wing fighters are slowed down. Like they're not speedy, fast ships like they are in the, the, the uh, special versions. Uh, the, the, you can just tell it's miniatures. There's so, it's so much easier to see it's miniatures and matte paintings. And Mos Eisley is like, it's not a bustling big town. Uh, it's a matte painting followed by little tiny alleyways and a bar with uh, puppets and whatnot. Not CGI stuff. It's all gone. Speaking of the bar scene, Mos Eisley, we have the Han shoots first. Actually, not Han shoots first. Han just shoots the end. Cold-blooded, straight-up murder. And it works so much better in the original version. It makes him seem like so much more of... Uh, of who we have come to know as Han Solo. He, he's reckless. He doesn't, he's a pirate and it worked. Uh, I get, I get why Lucas made some of the changes and I even understand why he did what he did with Han Solo. Uh, he's a hero. We don't want him to be a cold bullet murderer, but for those of us that have grown up on the original trilogy, it's, it's so good to see that, uh, back the way it was meant to be seen in beautiful high definition. And it just, it was mean when you see that scene, it's like, Oh wow. He, he doesn't care. Um, it, it just, it makes him more of the anti-hero, and it, I, I totally get it. Uh, so anyway, I'm not going to get into, into, um, all of the, behind the scenes stuff as far as the numerous people that were involved in this project. I will say that uh, 2014 brought us version 2.5 and then just recently released as 2.6, which improves on some of the scenes here and there uh, to better match, to better match the original look. I believe it's one of the reasons was because uh, another 35 millimeter print was found and so, therefore, some things were changed. So this is just this is kind of an ongoing, um, an ongoing thing, the an ongoing process. And honestly, I would bet with the way things are going with the uh, introduction to 4K, I would guess that because a lot of this uh, this information is stemmed from um, from film prints, that we will eventually see a 4K downloadable uh release of this and you know what honestly if if uh disney is smart and i don't know as far as who is is fox still involved with the original trilogy or does disney have the rights to release the original trilogy i'm not sure who has the rights to release what um or if you know if if fox still owns the rights to the original unaltered version i don't know but uh i will be surprised I will be surprised if we ever see the true original trilogy as they were meant to be seen in the theaters uh, released onto Blu-ray or 4K uh, UHD. I, I think that if that ever happens, 
I think they're still going to be tinkered with as far as the uh, color grading and digitizing and all that stuff to clean up the, the picture because the version that I watched, uh, like I said, it has some film grain. It's cleaned up beautifully, but it still looks like film. It looks like I'm watching a film reel. It's, it's gorgeous, just gorgeous. Um, anyway, I, I, again, I generally don't talk about things that, that are obtainable by download, but this is such a, this is such a great thing. And this is such a, um, if for archival pur purposes, even if this is, if no one ever remasters these, um, for archival purposes, I, you know, I'm not sure how long film lasts. Maybe it lasts a long, long, long time, but at least it's, it's there. It's digitized and it's available and it's an ongoing process that continues to evolve and continue to change and improve. And I love that. I am so excited to watch the empire strikes back. They are on version 2.0. There was a first version released and then uh, version two and Jedi just came out recently with 2.5, uh, which improves on uh, certain things as well, but uh, do a search online and uh, do a comparison uh, pictures. Uh, we're talking like, it's down to the smallest of the smallest of the smallest details that you could ever possibly fathom that they went and reinstated. We're talking about laser blasts are color corrected to look exactly like they did in the originals. Lightsaber duels, the core, the core lightsabers, they look different than the remastered versions. Um, all the way again. I've talked about the uh, the color timing has been definitely changed, but the um, um, boy, I'm, I'm there. There's so much. It's it's so much all encompassing. Subtitles. Jabba the Hutt. His subtitles are like they were back in uh, the Return of the Jedi. Again, I haven't watched it yet. I'm just going by pictures. Uh, and here's another interesting thing: is I noticed this in uh, in A New Hope. And I'm not sure if this was budgetary constraints or it was just a bit more novice filmmaking going on at the time. But I actually got used to R2-D2. He's, he's got blue on him, okay, on the top of his little rotating head. He's, the, the, the little panels are blue. Check out A New Hope, the despecialized versions um, in HD. They're black a lot. Not all the time. Sometimes they're blue, but when they're in space, they're black. When the Jawas are sucking uh, R2D2 up into the, their little shoot into the big their big uh, contraption, uh, the his panels are black. It's so weird. And C3PO is such a filthy, dirty mess in A New Hope. Almost the entire runtime, he's banged up and he's filthy. And I forgot about that. I'm like, where's shiny R2D2? Well. There was, or I'm sorry, yeah, shiny R2D, but shiny C3PO as well. It's like they're dirty. They're grimy, old, beat-up robots. It's so cool. It's so cool. I want to even printed out my own covers for these things. Um, I, I again, I, I generally hesitate to say hunt them down, but especially, primarily, or only if you own the Blu-rays. Mainly the Blu-rays because I do believe that a lot of this stuff was culled from the Blu-ray and and then tinkered with somehow uh, and then with the 35mm film. Um, but please support official releases and 
and support Disney, Lucasfilm, and Fox. I've given them tons of money through the years. I continue to do so with t-shirts and uh, I bought posters and all that good stuff. And I will continue to do so. Uh, it's just unfortunate. For some reason, I don't know why, I just, after hearing J.J. Abrams, I, I believe, purchasing the rights to the original Phantasm movie from uh, Dan Coscarelli, uh, I, I, and he's going to remaster it in 4K, I am surprised that he has not made a bigger push to get the original Star Wars trilogy remastered and look identical to what they did back in 77, 80, and 83. If anybody would do it and could do it, he could, or he would have enough pull to get that done. And speaking of which, I'm actually surprised with his involvement with Star Trek that he didn't make a bigger push to get those remastered as well. Now, I do know that Wrath of Khan is getting a, uh, a finally a 4K remaster, digital remaster. The Blu-rays are very, very dated. I've watched them time and time and time again. And some of them look better than others, but I do remember, and they're all the theatrical cuts, which is fine. Uh, but it would, be, it would be good to watch the Star Trek movies again cleaned up a little bit better because it's like they look significant. How's this? They look significantly worse than these uh, downloadable de-specialized Star Wars movies. And that's from an official release from Paramount. Uh, especially, uh, I, I think that uh, the motion picture really screams for a really good remastering. And I wouldn't mind, honestly, seeing the uh, the newer version with the probably dated special effects at this point that, um, that came out back in 2000, the director's cut. Uh, I like the theatrical version. That's probably going to be my go-to version from here on out. But I still would like to see that director's cut remastered uh, and see those older effects uh, remastered and put back in. I believe that they were done only in standard definition or at least at the time they, they would probably have to go in again and somehow redo those. So I'm – yeah, anyway. I'm Star Wars, Star Trek, blah, blah, blah. Uh, back to Star Wars. So up next is going to be Empire Strikes Back. I'm not sure how much time I'm going to spend talking about the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi on this show because I kind of covered uh, what this series is as far as these despecialized versions, which version number they are on with each consecutive one. They are works in progress. I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be different changes coming down the line as far as when they when they find more uh, and better quality film prints and uh, the technology keeps getting better and better to, to make it look even better. There's a couple scenes that I, re I recall in A New Hope that uh, it seemed like they may have been taken, like literally that's from the DVD and that's probably the best they had to go by. I, I could be wrong and maybe that's the way it, it looked originally, but it, it there was a couple scenes that looked definitely not as good as some of the other scenes. But I'll tell you, for the most part, uh, Obi-Wan and Luke Skywalker sitting in Obi-Wan's little hut house thing and talking about Vader murdered your father and the ways of the Force and blah, 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 and here's your father's lightsaber. It looked stunning. It looked fantastic. Uh, better than the Blu-ray. It looked that good. I am I am floored by, by what I saw. This was a huge process to not just not just acquire, but to actually author onto a Blu-ray because I uh, I watched this through it with a projector on a big screen. So uh, I didn't want to have just a file that may or may not play on a uh, 
on the Blu-ray's USB drive. So I want to burn this onto an actual physical physical media. I'm a big physical media guy. I like I like my Blu-rays, and uh, I got it. So it's awesome. Anyway, uh, check it out if you can. I don't. Uh, it's that gray area, so I I I have to be careful what I say, but. Um, Star Wars is a great movie. A New Hope is fantastic, especially when you watch it. And uh, the uh, the original 20th Century uh, Fox, when the logo comes up, the original from the 70s, and then Lucasfilm presents whatever, and it's just in this weird old school 70s green font instead of the Lucasfilm that we're used to, and then followed by Star Wars, and then the title scroll. There is no episode four, A New Hope. It's just Star Wars. Here's your scroll, followed by matte painting of planet, and it's just awesome. I love it. Geeking out. Anyway, that's going to do it for the Star Wars talk. Anyway, next episode, I'm going to get back into more horror goodness and recently watched on that front because I have a ton of stuff that I would like to talk to, including some new Hammer stuff and some new uh, Italian, not new, old Italian Stuff that I am just finally watching for the first time. There's just when you think that there can't be any more old school Italian horror, giallo, splatter. There is. There's still more out there and I love finding those uh, movies. Even if they're not the greatest, it's still – I've got a mission to watch as many as I can before I die and I'm keeping on every week I watch a new one. So stay tuned. Next episode, I'm going to be hitting on some more – horror goodness. But you can get a hold of me at eugene-weaver at hotmail.com for any questions, comments, uh, love your show, didn't like your show, whatever, uh, all that good stuff. I'm always down for reviewing movies for people. So if you have a suggestion, I would love to hear from you and uh, watch the movie and chime in on it on the show or the other show that I'm on, which is Movie Freaks with my co-host, Eric Marner. We are on iTunes. Please check us out there and Facebook. Every week, we uh, uh, both of us take time to write a full uh, movie review on our site. And uh, by that, I mean I, my reviews come up on Tuesday and Eric's comes up on Thursday. Uh, I think that we do a pretty decent job on, on covering the full gamut of movies. There's old stuff. There's brand new stuff. There's um, – Comedy, horror, science fiction, fantasy, all that good stuff. We we write it up, but there's movie trailers. Check out our Facebook page. Like us on face, Facebook. Like my page on Facebook as well. Uh, I'm there. I'm on Twitter every now and again. And uh, also make sure to tune in to our friends Cinema Sidekicks. Uh, my buddy Steve, he hosts the show over there. Give them a listen to. And uh, that's going to do it for my show today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Stay tuned because I shall return. Thanks for listening.